Cinder Williams here, and welcome to the PPC Podcast. Lately, I've been a little lost, if I'm going to be honest. Things are changing, and I honestly don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing all the time. When I feel that way, I turn even more intently to God in prayer and meditation and listen. And on that note, let's get on with it. I've always been a pretty good listener, especially with people that I don't have a lot of a connection with. Strangers, acquaintances, oh, it's very easy to listen to them for me. But sometimes it is very difficult to listen to those that are the closest to me. Because that's when my ego and hurt feelings come into play. Every time I take my pride out of the conversation, stop talking and listen, I hear. And then very often, I heal. The same goes for when I'm trying to gain guidance from spirit. I have to stop chattering on and on, begging and pleading, and listen. Well, my guest this week is a professional listener. in her life because of it. And I'm going to let her tell you about it. Everyone, Peg Coates. Coats, welcome to the PPC podcast. I'm so happy to have you. It's great to be here, Cinda. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you're um, someone that I met through, I think it's Facebook. That's how we connected. Yeah, that's and, exactly um, right. You're, you're so interesting. You've done so many wonderful things. And I just um, was so thankful that you reached out to me. Usually it's me, the one that's reaching out. Uh, unless, unless someone, you know, uh, wants help with a career or something like that, they usually don't call, reach out to me. So it was really refreshing, uh, to meet you that way. Uh, so Peg, please tell the PPC audience about yourself. Let's start with your childhood, your history. Yeah, I was raised on a small farm actually in Colorado, Arvada, Colorado. So that's where I learned to love nature. You know, I, I actually, as a little girl, uh, was milking cows and doing all that kind of farm kind of thing, you know. Um, so I was raised there. I'm a native of Colorado. I still live in Colorado. Um, I had two brothers and a sister. Um, my father was a, a um, mining engineer. So I come from a mining background. Um, went through high school, majored in music, uh, had a double music major in college, and then switched in the middle because uh, I, I, you know, I found that they were requiring me five, five hours a day in a practice room. And now I am too social <laughs> to be stuck in a, you know, a small cubicle playing music. Uh, music is still a big part of my life. Hmm, I didn't I'm a know singer. That. Yeah, I'm a singer. Do you know something, Cinda? Uh, I had the great honor two years ago to sing on the stage of Carnegie Hall. Wow. How's that? 
That is Talk about, isn't that crazy? Uh -huh. Yeah, that was amazing. And I uh, got to sing in Times Square on the Red Stairs. So that was also a big, a big deal in my life. So music still remains huge in my life. Um, also had a really spiritual life. So I've, I've studied all kinds of spiritual paths. I'm actually a licensed spiritual practitioner right now. Basically, that means, you know, I do prayer work with people and help them, help counsel them with spiritual, with a spiritual base to it. Um, so that's an aspect of what I'm up to right now. Um, I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead or not. No, so no, that, no, no. Wherever you go is perfect. So, so where did that come from? How did you find yourself, uh, becoming a practitioner of spiritual things? How'd that happen? Because I'm just curious. I've always been curious about the divine. I've always been curious. Uh, I've tasted as many different faith paths as you can imagine. I really have. I was raised Presbyterian mm -hmm. and then I wandered into Lutheran because a good friend of mine was a Lutheran person. So I go to church with my parents at the Presbyterian church. And then I went to the Lutheran church mm -hmm. to hang out with my friend. <clears throat> I liked the ritual in the Lutheran church. When I went to college, I worked at, I went to the Catholic church. Um, mm -hmm. And then I was a choir director at a little Methodist church when I started teaching school. I'm a school teacher, retired school teacher. I taught school for 40 years, uh, one year high school, all the rest middle school. So worked with 12 and 14 year olds most of my life, which was a lot of people go, oh my gosh, how did you do that? Well, you know, I love helping people get over, under, around, and through anything that keeps them from being everything they can be. Mm. And those middle school kids need somebody to love them and help them get through that really tough time. It's a hard time. Middle school is tough and they need to be loved and supported and guided. Um, I used to tell people, you know, middle school is a time where the kids are going from being a kid into becoming adults, young adults. Right. And it's a it's like a tunnel, right? You've got to help them not step on a landmine in there or they blow their lives up. Just boom, right? I, I agree. I mean I've anyway so I've done a lot of subbing and and that is definitely the most difficult uh group of kids to deal with because they're going through so much and and uh, some close people to me right now, they have twins. And my, my sisters, they have twins. And oh. so they're experiencing this change and shift. And I remember with my own daughter, how I just thought she was the perfect little kid. I mean, she had her flaws like anyone, but I just never experienced, I mean, never expected to experience the things that I did with her. You know, I, I knew generally it happened, but I thought, you know, if I raise her a certain way and do this and do that, we can bypass that. And that was not true. <laughs> no, not true. Mm -hmm. Not true. Uh, and I love that. It was sacred work for me. I just loved it. You know, I've I've taught maybe 9,000 different kids over my career and I run into them a lot at home and it's so it's such a wonderful thing to run into them. You know, what did you teach? Life. 
<laughs> I taught life with a little bit of science involved. I, when I first started, I taught physical education. Mm-hmm. I was a varsity high school volleyball coach. And then I, I was a choir director. Um, <clears throat> I taught classroom biology, life science, for about 10 years. And my favorite in the last um, thing that I taught was um, health, classroom health. So, you know, I educated them about relationships with themselves, about drug and alcohol use, about uh, how to listen. We don't teach kids how to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, we teach them how to write. That's nice. We teach them how to read. That's important. But listening is the biggest skill we've got. Communication is huge. So that was one of my major things that I taught those kids, you know. Of course, seventh and eighth graders have to learn about drugs and alcohol. They have to understand their sexual their sexual relationships and their relationships with their family. Mm-hmm. So a lot of information about addiction. I actually have a master's in criminal justice uh, with an addiction specialty so that I worked with, uh, you know, I had a specialty in addiction. Um, I worked with uh, teenage girls that were court apported, uh, court assigned into my groups mm-hmm. as well. That was way hard, Cinda, mm. to see so many sad, sad situations with so many beautiful spirits, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, so you go from the farm into spiritual things and to helping people change their lives or, or, or guide them towards these these lifestyles of of hopefully plenty if if you know and I really respect that because I know I remember um, I did a long-term assignment somewhere and the kids were complaining about health Mm-hmm. And I and I told them, I said, of all the classes that you have here, and it, this was high school, mm-hmm. health class might be the most immediate need for learning than anything else. Right. Because right. if you if you don't know yourself, if you don't understand your feelings, if you don't understand, you know. Uh, society, civilization, you don't understand those things, how to communicate. It's hard to do anything else. Math, English, trigonometry. You know, if you can't communicate and you you don't know how to listen to learn, mm-hmm. you you just have a hard time with everything. And so I think it's wonderful that that you were that person. Um, what are you doing now? Right. Well, you know, the other thing that I I did life coaching as well, as well as my spiritual practitioner, Um, I I studied being a life coach. um, So I do that as well. But right now, uh, I actually was in ministerial school for I got halfway through my graduate program to become a minister Mm -hmm. and realized that I could make more of a difference doing what I'm doing right now. And what I'm doing right now is again listening you know i like to say i put um, ears on my heart and listen to people and see what's going on with them and help them find solutions and oftentimes right now cinda the problem is health mm-hmm. not only physical health but also financial health a lot of people are hurting in their you know wallets mm-hmm. huge right now and both of those things actually go together if somebody is stressing because 
they're they're not finding out how to you know where to go to make money um their health is affected it's both affected right those two things affect each other health and finances make a really big dent in somebody's ability to be living their life the way they desire and deserve to live so right now that's what i'm doing i'm helping people if they've got health issues i'm helping them <clears throat> excuse me find solutions <clears throat> and also if that's something they're looking for in terms of a financial freedom that's another thing that i'm doing right now um again my mission is just to help people be who they're here to be and that's a spiritual component for me because we're all we all come in here i say with a big purpose we come in with our own bright light to shine on the world and we get little opportunities to grow and i call them opportunities to grow you know you know what your daughter experienced uh, when those kids are going through that hard time where they have to take what their parents have taught them and stand up to the pressures of the group that's critical and it's a spiritual component as well as a communication one um but it's for me it's also related to their health choices big time you know food choices uh what they're putting in their bodies and treating their bodies as sacred critical you know i think sometimes two people run away from the word sacred um i'm talking about the divine i'm not i'm i'm not talking about a specific religious path i'm talking about understanding the divine the god that's in everything right right well that is so beautiful the the uh i know that you're working with a specific product right now and when on may 5th when you come back on the uh, ppc radio show we'll get really get into your product i've been using it for the last month and i have seen some shifts and some changes in my body so i'm really excited to share that information with people on may 5th that's wednesday from 2 to 4 eastern um and i hope you come back for that uh, thank you so much pig for um for being here with me today i think your story is amazing and i can't wait to share more of it uh with with folks because i think you could help some people Thank you so much for everything you've done in your life. Well, thank you Cindy. Thanks for op- giving me the opportunity to to share with you this morning and the big opportunity to share with your listeners. I'm really excited. Thank you. You bet. It is a gift to be able to hear someone else. It helps me grow. Most times I have to experience things myself to learn. But often it's when I hear someone else's story and then I can apply their lessons to my own life. That's one instance when there needn't be pain for gain. This weekend we celebrate Mother's Day. Those of you who know me personally know that my mother passed Tuesday, April 27th at 11:47 a.m. Another thing you might know if you know me is that my mother has been ill for all of my life. What you may not know is that she was the strongest person that I've ever known. 
She's the poster child for resilience and persistence. I remember so many things about her. My mother was a singer. She had a beautiful alto voice that was as moving as any singer on the radio. My mom had an affinity with animals of all kinds. Our home had nature within it. We had the chirping of the birds, the barks of the dogs, the meows of the cats, and the bubbles from the fish. (laughs) She knew so many bird songs that she would confuse the birds in the air with her mimicry. My mom was so funny and silly when she wasn't sad. Yes, that was her too. She was depressed for much of her life and in pain, always in pain. The polio that ravaged her body didn't kill her like they thought it would or leave her as a vegetable. Those were their words. Neither did it stop her from swimming or riding a bike or walking. She did all those things in spite of the naysayers. She had five children who had 17 children and one of them had her first great-grandchild. But she stayed in pain. But it never took away her kindness or her generosity or her love. My mother is my Shiro and will always remain a model of good humor, kindness, honesty, and strength. Happy Mother's Day to all my mothers. All of you, my my mother Susan, Linda, and all my sisters and cousins and friends. You are all beautiful and you are all sheroes. I love you. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your mothers. You all deserve to have a wonderful day. That's it for another PPC podcast. Thank you again to Peg Coates for her life-affirming story. Thank you to DJ Kid Disco for production and to my sister NC Lyric for her awesome beats. For more with Peg Coates, join the PPC crew on the PPC radio show Wednesday, May 12th from 2 to 4 Eastern on www.thegrownfolksradio.com. Happy Mother's Day. I love you all. God bless. Until next time, that's a wrap.
Hi everyone, this is Cinda Williams coming to you with some exciting news. Every Wednesday, the grownfolksradio.com presents the PPC Radio Show. Every Wednesday from 2 to 4 Eastern, Shelly Shell Williams and I are co-hosting this Heal Yourself platform. We are talking about improving the mind, body, and soul. DJ Joe Storm will be bringing us uplifting music. CJ Julianis is our financial therapist. We're going to have phenomenal guests and various therapists, life coaches, and spiritual leaders. And DJ Kid Disco is producing it all. All of this to help us on our paths to restoration. So please join us every Wednesday from 2 to 4 Eastern on the PPC Radio Show at www.thegrownfolksradio.com.